Hello, everyone. My name is Kina Newell. I'm a financial coach and I work with professional women and solopreneurs to create new possibilities with their money. If you are tuning in right now, you are joining me for Money Files. So welcome. Hi, thank you so much for joining me for another episode of Money Files. Today, I am joined by my client, Janine, and we talk about the benefits of our coaching, not only on her personal finances, but Janine's also a solopreneur and how our work with her personal finances also impacted her business finances and allowed her business to start taking care of itself financially. So be sure to tune in. Hi, thank you so much for joining me for another episode of Money Files. Today, I'm here with my client, Janine. Janine, thanks for joining us. Do you want to introduce yourself? Hi, Kina. I'm Janine Finch. I am a government affairs person. <laughs> I work in government affairs, and I also um, have a photography business. Very nice. I love how you're like, government affairs person. Yep. I think that's, think that's yeah. my job title. <laughs> so I, I guess we can just like dive right in. Um, we actually, we had a coaching call this week and you were asking me like, Kina, what am I supposed to talk about? And then we started actually talking about the fact that you coming into this partnership, you were like, I want a budget, but I've never really thought beyond that. So we can just dive in there. Well, that sounds like a great place to dive in because I remember that conversation very well that I was like midway through our our partnership and I was like, I've never thought past this point that I'm at now. And it was really kind of exciting. And I did a little dance (laughs) to celebrate um, just what it felt like to be where I never thought I could be and faster than I ever thought I could be there. You know, I thought... I wouldn't be making these kind of moves and be in the position that I'm in now for, you know, that it would be a years long process. And um, we started working together, I think in April or May um, of this year. And it's when we're recording this, that almost August. So it's been a really quick turnaround. So tell us so like, cause ex- there's expectations, right. And, and what I hear when you're like, if I could just get a budget, which I think a lot of people are like, if I could just learn how to budget this thing that I've never learned how to do. Um, and that's why people reach out to me, but what made you like reach out for coaching? I was nearing the end of, so I'm, uh, over the last 10 years, I've gotten myself into $10,000 plus of credit card debt and other miscellaneous debt. And I'm nearing the end of the third time paying that off. And every time I hate myself for it because I'm like, I'm paying for these things, experiences, et cetera, that I've already had. And it's limiting me to be able to do the things I want to do right now. And I had during that time had no savings and just was like constantly in this paycheck to paycheck, putting things on debt cycle. And as I was coming to the end of, you know, paying off that debt again, I was like, I need to do something different. So I have been, I saw someone use this on your Instagram recently, and so I'm going to steal it from them. I'd been a Kina stalker, hashtag Kina stalker <laughs> for about, I think uh, maybe a year and a half to two years. And I finally was like, this person needs to help me. <laughs> <laughs> so I just dove in. And I mean, I think a part of it was that I, you know, could see the light at the end of the tunnel from paying off this debt again, really was like the encouragement um, to want to make the investment in myself, but also just seeing the content that you produce on your social media or send out in your newsletters. I was it it always like you would send like an email that say, like, oh, are you doing this thing? And I'd be like, oh my God, I did that. Like, is she stalking me? <laughs> 
it's too funny. As you're talking about applying, I forgot that the other day we we talked about the fact that you, I think said you like filled out the application like three times. Yeah, it was um, probably about three times. I think the first time I got as far as like putting my name and then like chickened out. And then the second time I went to fill it out, you have a question about if I had listened to or whoever's filling it out, listen to the Your Money Files podcast. And I knew you had a podcast, but I wasn't, I like go through fits and spurts of like listening to podcasts and I started listening to it. Cause I was like, Oh man, like this is a prerequisite. It must be a pre- prerequisite or why would she ask this? So I was afraid there was going to be more questions like about it. Um, <laughs> and so I had like some driving coming up that I needed to do probably to like to weddings, to photograph weddings or whatever. And I listened to them and I could not turn them off. Like they were just, I was like, oh my God, why didn't I listen to these forever ago? And so that also gave me, I felt like even closer to you as a stalker fan. (laughs) And it gave me just like that you're this a real person and kind of like debunk some of like whatever narratives I had made up in my head that you were going to make me like never buy anything again or, or what have you by listening to other stories. So it really, it kind of like helped with my courage. <laughs> I just loved hearing that because I told you, I think so many people probably can relate to that. And you asked me like, can you see if people start to fill out an application and then like, don't go all the way through, which if you're listening, I can't see that. So if you've opened it up numerous times, I don't know that. I only know if you tell me at some point in time. <laughs> Confessional hour. <laughs> <laughs> so you came to me because you were like, you've been in this cycle of getting into debt, paying off your debt. Oh no, the debt appeared again. Now what do I do? How are you feeling? Because now you're at this point where you said like coming into working with me, which by the way, um, everyone has this like, thought in their mind about when the perfect time is to work with me. And so yours was when you were near the end of paying off your credit card debt. (laughs) But since you are near the end of that, like what's coming up for you as you think about what will be true in terms of like this, this cycle for you moving forward? Oh, I feel like I don't, I don't ever imagine myself in that, um, in that position again. And when I was preparing for this, is my first podcast ever. So if you're listening, bear with me, but I looked back over the questionnaire that you sent after we entered this partnership. And, um, one of the questions was how much money do you have until next payday? And my answer was about a hundred dollars. And that's, probably at that time in my life, or, you know, which was again, only a few months ago, I think it was like April, um, the beginning of April to say like, and, and it wasn't like there was like another like secret account somewhere that I had, like, that was like how much money I had to spend. I was like, who was that person? <laughs> uh, it just was so, I mean, I don't even, I can't even remember what it's like. And like, I kind of like, giggle like when I check my bank accounts now because I'm just like (laughs) how did this happen like it it, it feels like magic (laughs) that I just all of a sudden went from and I don't even think like it's yes I've you know not not necessarily made mistakes but like made poor choices with how I manage my money but then I was also thinking about it and I was like well I've never you know if I was taught this in school or or if I had you know had a mentor when I was younger that knew about more about money like you know maybe I would have learned it but I I mean I really see this as like an investment just as I would like take another class or something like I'm learning how to manage my money so I can be better for myself in the future and and I think the first step was really just like realizing that I I have this cycle of debt and I don't want to do that anymore so just like anything when you don't want to do it anymore you 
find a way to fix it. And you are my way. <laughs> well, and I take it that you don't just have a hundred dollars till your next paycheck this time. No, um, I have already have, um, so I live in Virginia. So my personal property taxes are due in October, but the bills usually come around August and September. I already have um, my estimate of what that will be. Cause I, I also wanted to note that I bought a new car um, during our partnership, which was, you know, something I had been, you know, wanting to do, but was also, I needed to do it, but I didn't really need to do it right now. And I, I just did it. <laughs> I was happy. I feel like I thought about the, dis- the impacts of my finances doing it rather than just being like a splurge person. And I, I don't buy a new car regularly. I've had my old car for like 10 years. So, <laughs> so I'll have this car just as long and it's a little bit more functional than my last car was. But I, so it's, you know, she's not going to tell you that you can't buy something. She's going to ask you some questions for you to think about on how to do it to, to all the other Janines out there that are listening and like, do I, should I do this? Yes, do it right now. <laughs> Fill out the application, hit send, and then listen to Money Files and tell her all about it. So yeah, I, I have bills covered that are coming in the future. I just went on vacation and I had uh, money set aside for vacation, which has never happened before. I am a, a 26 times a year I get paid. And I usually just rely on that kind of third paycheck that usually falls in one of the summer months or around Christmas to pay for those things. And I spent the money that I had for vacation and I came back and I wasn't stressed about it. And it was amazing. So thank you. <laughs> For helping me fund my life. Those extra paycheck people, they're like, look, it's an extra paycheck. How do you think about that like third paycheck now? It's not an extra paycheck. It is definitely not an extra paycheck. And if any of you all that are listening are like me and think it's an extra paycheck, because I always think it's an extra paycheck until that month comes. And I'm like, oh, that wasn't an extra paycheck. I still have these bills to pay. Yeah. And and it's not the bill like your right. rent, right? Because like in that case, you're like, but I don't need to pay rent again on that third Friday or whatever it falls. But there are things happening in your life like, oh, I'm getting gas. I still need to like go buy groceries, right? So that that paycheck does have a role and a purpose. And we just need to clearly define what that role and purpose is. And whenever I always love when I get to work with my 26 paycheckers, because generally, like it always seems to fall that within our first two months, they're in a third paycheck month. It just happens that way. And I'm like, guess what we get to do with this third paycheck? We're going to get you ahead. And out of that like paycheck to paycheck cycle, where I want people to be in a place where they're a month ahead. So like, you know, your July paychecks are paying for August bills. I don't want you to be on August 15th, like, oh, let me see what bills are due. Let me write that list down and pay whatever I have left. That's my spending money. So really just breaking people out of like that mentality. And it's amazing. And it literally happens. Like I was thinking about it because we were, I was at my sister's house in Massachusetts when we, when we started this to get me ahead on my bills. And I was sitting on the floor of my mom's room at my sister's house um, with like spotty Wi-Fi, And you were like, okay, I'm going to put you like, this is the only time that you, you were like, if you can only live off like whatever, I don't know, it was like $30 a day or something for the next three days or five days or whatever, until I get my next paycheck, you will have all the money you need for next month's bills. And I was like, what? Like, I was just like, I don't understand. <laughs> I'm just, okay. Like I I have groceries at home and I I just need to get home from Massachusetts and whatever, it'll be fine. And and then you like joked at me about going to Dunkin' Donuts and I was like, well, I'm in New England. What else am I supposed to do for coffee? (laughs) (laughs) 
the yes, terrible I know. choice. I know, I know. It's all there is, really. <laughs> and not and not because of the purchase, more right. because of the taste. <laughs> so I and and the other thing that happened in the first probably six weeks of our, our partnership together, um, I was going back and forth to Massachusetts regularly because my mom had um, broken her ankle and I was trying to help out my family just with her appointments and surgery and, and things like that. So she's, she's fine now. It had nothing to do with money, but instead of leaving you on a cliffhanger, but I was like, I never spend this much money on gas because I'm working from home right now. I, I, you know, fill up my car, like maybe like once a month. And so I was really stressed about some of these numbers and you were like, but that's life that happens. And so where you can just plan for it. And I was like, Oh, and I think that's what always held me up on quote unquote budgeting before, because I was always like, Oh my gosh, there's not a bucket for filling my gas up three times this month instead of two or one. Mm-hmm. So that was really like eye opening. Yeah. And just like the flexibility, I think you're speaking to like the flexibility of budgeting which is like, I firmly believe that having a budget allows you to have more freedom. I think we all live under the guise of like, well, if I don't manage my money and I just like, don't look at it and just spend, then I actually have more choices. But the choices come with like being fearful or having guilt, feeling really overwhelmed about certain things. And so like, I want I want people to find joy in like managing their finances and being able to say like, look, look what I can do. Like things that I never thought I could do before. And right. Like you did buy a car. It was a very conscious decision. And to be able to think of, think of that decision consciously and to know the unintended and intended consequences or like, what is that going to allow me to do? What else do I need to be able to think about? So that when something does like happen, you've already like mentally prepared for it. Yeah, absolutely. And um, I actually wrote down in my notes that um, in getting my finances in order, like I was, I was just sitting in my living room the other night and I was like, things are just so good. Like I don't wake up, you know, for like, since I was in college, I would wake up and I remember this was before like mobile phone apps. I would literally have the number of my bank account or the number to my bank in my phone. And I would call it every morning and I would just like, cringe and fear of like what the, you know, little recorded voice was going to tell me that, that I had my account. And there was a lot of times there was a negative in front of that number. And that was really scary. <laughs> um, and so now like just seeing like, I, I don't bank account budget, I think is what you call it anymore. Like I'm yep. just, I don't look at my bank account to tell me where I do or don't have, or if I do or don't have money, I spend a few minutes every week balancing everything out. And then I know like, this is actually what I have because in October, I'm going to have to pay for personal property taxes. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And you wanted to be pain free, not like, oh, I had a different, oh, that paycheck was supposed to, oh, I don't know. Like, and now you got to like borrow money from someone or put it on a credit card. And not realize like you could have been saving for that thing because your property taxes aren't really an unknown, unexpected expense. Maybe if you just moved to the state of Virginia and you're like, oh, I didn't know this is a thing, right? But you can plan for that and being able to set aside the money every single month. um, If it's more than expected, right? Then you like, oh, now we're only talking about a small difference versus this like those were $800. I don't have $800. Right. So that's, yeah, I think it's liberating to to be able to plan in that way. Yeah. 
I completely agree. Um, my renewal for, um, um, for a TSA pre-check um, is up this year and it wasn't on my spending plan. And I was like, okay, well it's every five years. And it's like, I think 80 or $85. And so now I literally, ha- I save, I put away $2 a month so that, you know, <laughs> I'll, I'll have a little bit saved by December when it's up for renewal. But then I know for like starting in January, 2022, that I need to put away my $2 a month to get <laughs> what I need to get. I think that's paying over it. I don't know. The math was really wonky. So I just needed $2, <laughs> but I ha- I'll have it. Yeah. And then it won't be this, maybe one day I'll get used out of flying again when we're not in a pandemic, but um, <laughs> yeah, I love my TSA pre-check. <laughs> yeah. And there's so many little expenses like that, whether it's like the Amazon prime membership, which you don't think about it until you're like, why is this $120 coming out of my account. It's actually $126 and 14 cents. Cause apparently they put tax on it, but like there's that there's, if you have like any credit card fees, annual fees, or if you have like a Costco or a Sam's club membership, right. There's like these things that we say yes to at one specific point in the year. And then we don't think about it again, but inadvertently those things hit when we're like strapped for cash. And so we can go ahead and plan for those things. What other results have you created over this, like the last four months? So I have a clear vision on what I, um, what I actually have in my accounts and like where that money is going. I have a, a little bit of savings. I have a plan for trying to figure out like, you have more than a little bit of savings. I have. Let's just like, I know for anyone listening, I am like eradicating, like this was a small win from my language for myself and for my clients, like a win is a win, savings is savings, because otherwise it will never be enough. True, true, very true. Okay, yes. So you can see, you, you got to start. I over. have an emergency savings. <laughs> um, the, and I, I just, my, more than anything, I would just say my mindset has changed. And we talked about this yesterday too on our call is my mindset has changed. And, you know, if you, if you haven't worked with Kina before, um, each of your calls, you felt just a little, like, you know, a few questions that ask about, um, what you want to talk about or anything that's come up between last time you've met. And on, uh, we, we have worked on my personal finances, but we've also dabbled in a few of my business finances, which has been incredible. Well, that is, and that is a huge win. Let me just asterisk that right there. <laughs> I did not have business finances before money that I made from my business just went into my checking account. I had no idea where I went. I had no idea if I, my business was successful or if I was like just self-funding it as an expensive hobby, hobby, because if you're not a photographer, photography is very expensive. I dropped my camera, um, earlier this year while I was working with Kina and I had to get it repaired. And it's just, it just keeps adding up. Everything does. And now I know that I have camera repair money. So, um, I don't have to worry if I drop it because it's, it's covered. So I, I have an emergency savings. My mindset has changed. And I notice when my mindset set is even slipping up in other areas. So, um, instead of saying like, I would have said in March of this year, like I'm bad at money. You know, now I can say I still have a lot to learn about money. I'm nowhere near an expert, but I know how to manage my my personal finances, and I I can learn more about what I'm doing. And and that's um, so. Yesterday, our conversation, I was like, I don't know, should I hire like somebody for marketing? And and you're like, well, on here you put you're bad at marketing, so let's reframe that thought and and work on our mindset for that. And I was like, okay. And then we talked about it a little bit. It has nothing to do with money, but it's just like correcting that, like catching yourself in that negative space. But it does have to do with money because (laughs) about like as a business owner, what are you going to solve, right? And so if we're solving things by just buying it, buying programs or investing in people and not to say that those things are bad, 
when like, sometimes we just need to look at like, how are we actually approaching this? And like, what's the why behind it? Because as business owners, just to kind of like go over there and hang out in the business space for a little bit, when we're making investments in our business, and I would even just say personally as well, we want to know like, why are we doing this? Is it a thought that is maybe not serving us really well? So like, if I think that I'm bad at marketing, hiring someone to manage your marketing isn't necessarily going to fix that because you may not even hire the right person because you go for the thing that's like shiny and glittery and, and realizing that you're making an investment out of like lack versus like being in this more like abundant space. No, absolutely. And like when we make decisions that we haven't really thought out, like I, you know, the, the, if I, were to hire somebody for anything, the first thing they're going to ask is like, well, what do you want to get out of it? And if I can't answer that question, mm-hmm. then they're, they're just going to give me whatever they think. And that's not going to help market my business or, you know, solve my problem. Yeah. Same with like, you know, coming to you. Like if I didn't know, and some things I don't think I'd ever really like thought of conceptually. And so it was like a good exercise for me to think about like, what are my values or what, you know, um, what do I want to do? And I was reading over that as well, um, about what I had put. And so like, I want to buy a home in Northern Virginia, which is like impossible (laughs) unless you are a millionaire apparently. But, um, but I, I, well, I say that jokingly, like I do feel like I'm so much closer to that goal of mine because I've had that goal for like, I don't know, a million years, um, or maybe 35, um, that I, I feel like I can figure it out and, and that, and that I don't like, to me, it always was like a goal that was like so far out of reach. Um, and so not attainable. And now I'm like, okay, well I'm, it's, you know, not going to happen maybe this year, but it's going to happen one day and I know how to get there, which is really exciting. And we did like, you created your dream budget, which I feel like you're one of my clients. So we're like, this is so much fun. Some people avoid it, but I think it helped you conceptualize things, even creating the budget for your business. Like it, it grounded you in what could be true, which I think from like, as your coach, it was watching you like open doors of possibility to be like, Oh, look, that is like, it is possible for me to buy that home. Now I can equate it with like, where do I want to be in terms of like negotiating my salary? Or if I move jobs, like where do I actually want to sit? Um, and not just like, sometimes we make arbitrary goals of like, I want to make another 10 grand, which is fine. But like, what is that in service of? How does that align with like your values, your goals, your purpose and being able to live in that space? And I I think if I'm not mistaken, Janine, I feel like you also had this like epiphany with your business finances where you're like, Oh, like this is, this is actually a business. And like, there's, there are more things that I can be doing where it's not just to your point, an expensive hobby. And I can manage my business like a CEO by managing my finances. It's not about like how much money I'm bringing in as a business owner, but I'm going to make sure that my business and personal finances, they're not commingled. My business is going to self-fund itself and my business is going to pay me, even if, you know, whatever I choose to do with that money. It's mind boggling, like to me, because I, if you're listening, like it sounds like, you know, we, this process might've taken or it might've taken a long time. And when I think about like, it wasn't a heavy lift to do any of these things. It was all just little changes and adjustments and, you know, moving, you know, moving some things around, um, like at the start, but a, you know, like I had, I was like, I 
want to do this. And um, this, it, this was an investment for me too. Like Kina doesn't, didn't work for me for free, unfortunately, although I, <laughs> I was like, but I've been stalking you forever now. Um, so it was definitely <laughs> like an investment. And I think that that I was like, oh, well, <laughs> this, I want to get the most out of her, her time and, and the value that I put into this. So, um, th- but it was really, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't like, you know, lift, I don't know, building a house. It was, it was, it was very just like, okay, like, let me add these few things to my to-do list and, um, spend, you know, 20 minutes, 20 to 30 minutes knocking those things out. And, and then it's like, now I'm like, oh, wow, what, this is great. <laughs> like I can, op- I opened my business accounts, um, with my local credit union. And cause I was really stressed in the beginning too, about like what kind of accounts I should open. And I, I can see, and when I like go to, I can see the money there. And then when I go to my Excel sheet, I can see like what it's all allocated for. And there's literally a a line that you made me that says compensation. Um, And I'm like, oh, that's how much I would be paying myself. I'm not paying myself right now because I'm just a little, I'm just want to keep it over there. (laughs) But before you didn't even have that, it was like, oh yeah, I make like, you know, $300 every once in a while for my business. And then I like, I spend it. And it's gone. And like, yeah, you're, yeah. And then there's this, these, there's these like subscriptions that come out. Yeah, I don't know where it is. You know, yeah. Um, and now I, I do like I've, even if it's even if the money is just to save it, it's the money has a job and a purpose, and it's so amazing. It's so amazing. Thank you. <laughs> The thing we didn't talk about, which I just wrote down, um, or not, didn't just write down, but you also talked to your partner about finances early on. So tell us about that. Like the, what's been the collective benefit from you managing your finances? Um, I've been asking you this morning if, um, if you were going to send him a bill. <laughs> <laughs> so um, <laughs> since I uh, starting to work with you, um, I have slowly been integrating. Um, so prior to, um, to, to working with you, Kina, we had separate finances. Um, we lived together, but I just pay it's um, his condo, but I just paid, paid him rent every month. And then we split bills like groceries. We have a dog together and I don't know what else, whatever else, but there was no formal process. It just was like, come and go. We both make about the same amount of money, but he does not have any, and his only debt is his mortgage. And now he, he actually inadvertently had to buy a new car this year too, which was not planned and probably would have changed my decision to buy a car, but here we are. And I'm not worried about it. And I was really able to encourage him through this stressful process of surprise having to buy a car because I was like, it's fine. It's fine. We're going to figure it out. Like we just need to make a plan. And so this week, actually, on our our money dates that we now have weekly, it started as every other week. And then a few weeks ago, I was like, this is too long between it. We need to meet more regularly. And at first, we were just tracking our shared expenses, groceries, the dog, whatever. Um, But now we're getting much deeper in. And recently, he like threw out this number to his family that he was going to like retire like very young. And I was like, okay. I mean, like we could do that, but. I've never heard you say this before. We need to have a plan. So, so it's just been really excited, exciting to work with money together. And, um, you know, he, he definitely, um, has to, has to put up some boundaries sometimes. Cause I get really excited. I'm like, let's keep going. And he's like, uh, uh-uh, pump the brakes. We can finish this next week. And I'm like, okay, you did a good job. So, but it's been really exciting, especially cause when I first 
conversations with Yukina, I think I said, I was like, oh my gosh, like he's so good with money. And like, he pays off his, his credit cards like every month that with uh, like, he just uses them to get points is able to do all these things. And I'm like over here with like, you know, and when I said earlier that I had a hundred dollars in my bank account on the next paycheck, if I had to guess, it was probably like 90 five dollars and three cents and I was like it's almost a hundred round up (laughs) (laughs) yeah I I love that you've been able to take our work into your relationship and that it did start right with like let's see how much we're spending on food let's see how much we're spending on opal opal's really expensive Um, stinking expensive and (laughs) right but I think that like one of your first aha moments was like oh my goodness we don't actually want to be spending x amount of dollars I can't remember what it was (laughs) three thousand on like eating out (laughs) three thousand yeah like collectively right right, that you guys were spending on food the dog and I think we do all of these things it's harmless even if you can pay all of your bills right like you aren't overdrafting anything But at the end of the day, it's like, is that how you actually desire to spend your money? Yeah. And I think that was one of the first things we did the first time we, Ivan and I had like our combined date and we saw that number and I was like, well, first of all, like that's a mortgage (laughs) and and that doesn't even include anything else that we will, you know, that doesn't include the actual mortgage that we, we are paying, um, or any other bills to run, run our household or chaos for cars, literally like three areas of our lives. And we were combined spending, you know, I think that when we added up what we thought we were spending or what we wanted to be spending in those areas, we wanted to be spending about half. And so now we know, and if we go over a little bit, like it's not the end of the world, but we just know that that's a, it comes as a trade-off on something like in June, we didn't um, take Opal to daycare. And then I was like, that was a mistake. So <laughs> we, um, we didn't have that expense in June and, you know, maybe we spent a little bit more on groceries or, or what have you, but it was, it was okay. I love that. So what would be your answer to your own question now? Cause you said you hadn't, um, considered it before we worked together, but like what comes after budgeting? I think that, um, I don't know if I would have been able to answer this question Wednesday, but I, we have been talking a lot about like planning for retirement lately. And I think I think that is the next level of like what I want to get really serious on. And there's so much that I don't know about any of those things, but you know, I, I just, it feels like the whole like finance, uh, like I can like take it in digestible bites instead of like trying to like eat an elephant, um, which is really incredible. And like, I'm not afraid to ask the questions. Like I've I've uh, have a 401k with fidelity and I've probably never called them and I've talked to them, I think like three times this last month. Cause I was like, wait, is my, um, is my re- retirement invested? Do I need to do something like, and so I just, I, I'm not as afraid to ask the questions. And I think before when I didn't have my personal finance together, I was like, Oh, I can't think about retirement. Like I'm not going to make it re- to retirement if I don't figure out how to live day to day. So now that I have my personal finances and day-to-day expenses in, in track. I want to focus more on just like retirement and seeing like, I don't know, maybe we can retire early, but I don't know because I've never looked at it. So I'm going to look at it. (laughs) (laughs) And I, I just love that, like how it's freed up other, like it's freed up your mental space, right? So you can actually think about other things. And to your point of, like there's so much to learn. And I think that that's very true. Someone's always talking about something new. People come to me all the time and they're like, I want to be investing. I'm like, if you have a 401k or 413b and you're contributing to it, you are investing. I get that you see people online that are talking about day trading, which is a little bit different, 
but right. Like being able to know that your personal finances are in order. So now you can start thinking about like, how do I strategically want to build this emergency fund? Okay. My emergency fund is done. Like what else is coming or how do I even play through different scenarios? Like me and you had a conversation this past coaching call of like, what does it look like if I wanted to think about taking another job and also be in alignment with where I said I wanted to be in terms of my dream budget. So we were able to like map out those things, but also like, how do we consider your business? Does your business play a role in this? And, and just being able to be curious. Like, I think that when you actually manage your personal finances, like you can lead with this like level of curiosity and possibility. Yeah. I wish there was like a good, and someone probably has it, but I'm not that great with analogies, but like, it feels like I was just like in this like fog before and I, it was like no way out. Like I couldn't find the, the, you know, there was no light that says exit that I could find or even like how to like make the fog go away. And now I just feel like, just feel so, I do, I feel so much lighter. I feel like I want to make as much work or not even, it's not, it hasn't, I don't even want to say work because it hasn't been hard. It's just been being mindful about it. And then, you know, when I go to like, before I would have just swiped my credit card or, um, you know, pay, paid for whatever it is without thought. And now I'm like, is it, do I have a bucket for this? Is this a priority? Does it match with what my values are? Like one of my values is like, I want to buy quality things that last a long time. So I think I told you in one of our earlier calls, like, no hate against Old Navy, but I was like, every time I buy clothes from Old Navy, <laughs> I'm angry. And because I'm like, they don't fit the way I want them to, or as soon as you wash them, they change. And so I was like, I, um, I had gone on a little shopping spree earlier this, or like or before summer started and spent a lot more than I normally would on summer clothes. But I was like, I'm still so happy with all of the selections of things I've got. And I, I know they're going to last because i paid attention to what I was buying because I was like, I'm not just going to buy something because it's on sale because I don't want it to sit in my closet because I live in Northern Virginia where real estate's really expensive and I don't care that much about clothes. Like I need it to not chill my sweat when it's a million degrees outside, look nice when I'm like traveling and not wrinkled. Like I just like, I don't know, came out of something and, um, <laughs> and be comfortable. Like if my weight fluctuates five pounds, cause I like tacos. I don't know. <laughs> That sour bread starter that started in right, COVID. Yeah, like I guess I have a, I don't know, I like to eat everything. <laughs> so you wrote a lot of notes down. What did I not ask you or what did you write down that you wanted to share that we didn't get to? Don't make yourself crazy and crazy I use with air quotes, but um, by doing the same things and expecting different results, like this is totally attainable for everybody. And I wish like, um, my, my um, nieces are 24 and 25 and I am like one of them. I just encouraged to open up a Roth IRA cause they're working a summer job and just, you just have to start and you just have to trust yourself because you can think whatever you want about money, but money makes the world go round. And the way we can make change in the world is by being kind people, but also with money to help make that change because things are not going to get any cheaper. And the more knowledge, wealth, you can share with people and use your money to do good for others. It means something. And if rich people are just going to keep getting richer. So I, I love that, you know, I don't think that a, um, and a service like this would have been available to just a single woman 
20 years ago um, to be able to, to, you know, I don't think that there was individuals that were really help mentoring and coaching people to have their own individual finances. I think that was more reserved for the wealthy. And I think that's an amazing thing we have access to right now or have access to. And I'm so grateful that you understand how to do this and have an education background. So you have a gift to be able to teach it to someone like me and that I took a chance on, um, on myself because you, you've been helping people, but I really needed to, I think, find the value to say like, I need this in my life and this is going to help me make the change or be the change I want to make in the world. That's so beautiful. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I think like if you're just sitting on the fence about investing in yourself and this is something I talk to people about all the time because I'm like, when's the last time you actually invested in yourself? And I don't think we do that. I work with a lot of women, predominantly, I would say like late 20s, probably to mid 40s. I have some outliers. If you've listened to another Money Files episode, Karen is in her 60s and she's amazing. I loved Karen's story. <laughs> but <by the> way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, when you think about like late 20s, you know, mid forties. And at least for me, what resonates is like, I had like so much energy in college where I was like, I'm going to be a ballerina and a firefighter and a doctor, right? Like I still had that mentality and somewhere probably like in my like late twenties to early thirties, I felt like, I don't know, like I lost perspective. I didn't invest in myself. And, um, the biggest thing that has shifted in the last probably like three to four years is being able to invest in myself, whether that's like recently I've been working with like another nutrition and health coach. I have like business coaches that I've worked with in my business. And so they have contributed to like my mind and how I show up and allowing me to think and discover like what's possible. And so that's what financial coaching is. Like if you're listening to this, you are probably a very like type A person. Most of my people are very type A and they're very successful in all walks of life. But when it comes to managing finances, like that's where you'd be like, "Mm, that's like a three, (laughs) right? But like every other area of my life seems very high. And, you know, maybe you even have made more money than you've ever made before, but like you still feel like you're not getting ahead. Like actually invest in yourself, learn the skill one, it's going to help you, but it's also going to help like those around you. Like Janine's talking about like talking to her boyfriend about it and talking to her niece. Like that makes me really excited. And I love when my clients are telling me like, Kina, guess what I told somebody, <laughs> right? Cause I'm like, get the word out there. Yep. Mm-hmm. Show them your spreadsheet. Do this, do that. Because I, like I also on my platform, I just love to encourage people to talk about finances because we don't do that in enough. And it's such like a taboo topic when really, I think like the change starts with having one conversation that makes you think differently and makes you believe something differently when it comes to managing your finances. I know you say this a lot on like, um, social medias or in your, in your newsletter is like, if you don't know how to manage $30,000, you're not going to know how to manage $300,000. And it is, it's so true. Like I, I, over the last year, increased my salary by probably about $30,000. But the more salary I got, the like higher I moved up in, the, in my salary, I still didn't know what I was doing. So it didn't matter that I had an extra $30,000 to spend because 
I didn't know what I was doing with any of it. So it didn't matter if I had $5 or $500, I was still not knowing what to do. And now I, and now I know what to do. <laughs> yeah. And, and like the last thing I'll say is that I think that when you start to manage your finances, like it has this domino effect and everything else starts to just like fall into place where you're like, Oh, wow. Like I never knew that this would be possible. Like for Janine, it was like, there's a budget. It's magic. <laughs> Right. But like, I fully expect that probably even, you know, in a few short weeks from now, you'll be talking about like, Hey, I got a $50,000 raise and knowing exactly like where that money is going to go and how that money is going to serve you. Um, and what it's going to like allow you to create in the world. So if you're like waiting on the perfect time, the perfect time is now. And like, you don't need to get ready. You can do like they say at church, like come as you are. (laughs) <laughs> and, you know, we'll take it from there to start like actually creating this plan and making the financial like progress that you actually desire. And it's not going to be done in a way that makes you like feel like you have to shame yourself. I don't know if you heard, but Janine said several times like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we went over budget and it was fine. Like, I don't think she even second thought that like statement because at the end of the day, it really isn't a big deal. It's about like, what are the choices that you make? Once you have like a, where you're like, oops, didn't mean to do that. Okay. Let me like get back on track and actually figure out where I desire to go from here. So thank you, Janine, for talking to me today. And any final thoughts for you? Um, Once you do it, you don't have to do it again. It's not like getting dressed every day. So like you just, you just, uh, one of my old bosses, you say, um, if you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. And that's like what it is. Like if you just, if you get your finances in order, you don't have to get it in order again. You just have it done. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's just ready. Yes. But thank you for having me on. (laughs) Oh, you're so welcome. Thanks for coming and talking to me. And so if you are ready to learn how to manage your finances, like once and for all, go to my website at wealthovernow.com and apply to work with me. If you've already opened up the application like two, three times, just go ahead and click send and get on my calendar. I would love to know how I can support you in creating new possibilities with your money. Thanks, guys. I just love it that you made it to the end of this episode of Money Files. I hope some part of today's story resonated with you and showed you the power of coaching. Today, I'm inviting you to take the first step and book a one-to-one call with me. We'll discuss what you're hoping to achieve with your money, where you need support, and how I can help you reach your financial goals faster than you ever could alone. Go to www.wealthovernow.com and book a call. Once again, my name is Kina and thank you again for joining me. Also, stay tuned for the next episode.